You're listening to Truly Criminal, the home of true crime. To see the video version of this case, including the footage and photos, you can find us on YouTube. Just search for Truly Criminal. Muskogee in Oklahoma is a city of less than 40,000 people. It has quite a rural feel and most of the homes are fairly spaced out and set apart from each other. The 900 block of Indiana Street is no exception and today's case takes us there, starting at 1.30am on Tuesday the 2nd of February 2021 when a 911 call was made. Muskogee authorities are no strangers to dealing with crime As quiet as the city might appear, it has one of the highest crime rates in America. One's chance of becoming a victim of either violent or property crime here is 1 in 24. Despite this, nothing could prepare officers for what they were about to walk into. The man that had made the 911 call asked for an ambulance before passing the phone to a woman. They're coming as fast as they can, okay? Is the assailant still nearby? Can you hear me? Is the attacker still nearby? Yes. Um, who, what's the name of the person that did this to you? I can't say. Is, that, is the person still there with you? Yeah, I'm here. Mm. They're coming, okay? The officers are going to take care of you, okay? She was clearly losing consciousness and the authorities were now in a race against time. About a dozen officers armed themselves and quickly but tentatively approached the house, not knowing what they would find or how many people inside had guns. When they got onto the street, they saw a young man calmly leaving the property. He was covering his face and holding a gun. Towards me. Turn around. He stood there for a minute, not responding to the officers and staring blankly. He suddenly darted away and ran off into the night. One of the officers fired at him, but they missed, and a chase was now underway. They finally managed to catch up to him and he was placed under arrest. North side of Pleasant Valley. You're not lowering your hands. We're good. We can open here. Who's got? We're approaching. Greg's got hands. The man was 25-year-old Jaron Dejon Pridgen. And he was not only the suspect in the shootings, he was also the person that made the call to 911 in the first place. 
Officers were now moving through the home, and it was painfully silent. The woman Jaron had passed the phone to was 27-year-old Brittany Anderson, and she was clinging to life. Paramedics said her injuries were life-threatening, and they feared the worst as they waited for a helicopter to take her to hospital. As they moved through the home, they found a young man and four of Brittany's small children. They had all been shot to death. Another one of her children was badly injured and fighting for their life too. Brittany had eight children in total, and her three other children were inside the house too. There was a seven-year-old, a one-year-old, and a one-month-old. Thankfully, they were unharmed and taken away to the Oklahoma Department of Human Services before later reuniting with their grandparents. The helicopter arrived and airlifted Brittany and her young child to a Tulsa hospital, about 40 miles away. Brittany was whisked away to the ICU with swelling and bleeding on her brain. Tragically, her child that had gone with her passed away shortly after arriving. How on earth had six young lives been taken within seconds? There was so much commotion and speculation, and concerned neighbours gathered outside, looking for answers about their friends. Evan, just a tragic mass murder in this Muskogee neighborhood. Neighbors are just shaken to the core after what happened here overnight. Seven people in one family shot here in this home that you see here behind me. Police found one man and four children dead in the home. A woman and another child were life flooded to a Tulsa hospital where the fifth child died. The woman still fighting for her life tonight. Sky 5 flying over the scene hours after police got the call around 1.30 this morning. Neighbors in shock. But it's been a fairly quiet neighborhood and and um, just a sad deal. When officers went inside the scene, they discovered four small children had been shot and one adult male. There was another female that was taken to the hospital with another small child. Um, they were both life flighted to a Tulsa hospital where that small child also was pronounced deceased. We don't believe that it's random, but we just don't have details yet of, of the, the why or what happened. Now we're still waiting to hear more from police on what happened. That's the latest here from Muskogee. Petrina Adger, KOCO 5 News. Brittany Anderson lived in the home with her eight children, and Jaron, their suspect, was the father of five of them. Jaron was Brittany's ex, and he would come and go, never staying in the home for long periods of time. As the victims were identified, police began releasing their names to the media and public. The young man that had been shot was Jaron's 24-year-old brother, Javarian. The children were one-year-old Jalaya, just six days away from her second birthday. Jadis, who was three, five-year-old Harmony, six-year-old Nevaeh, and Brittany's eldest child, nine-year-old Cadence. Jaron was the father to Jalaya, Jadis, Nevaeh, the one-year-old child, and the one-month-old baby. Jaron, do you have any comment on why you shot your whole family. Do you have any comment for us? What do you have to say? Brittany's family hadn't lived in the neighborhood long, 
but residents said they already fit right in. All the children were often out playing in the street or the park and mingling with the other kids well, making friends fast. Cadence was Brittany's eldest child and only son. He was full of energy and wanted to play football when he was older. Nevea was said to be cheeky and a little diva and would often joke with her aunt about taking her to her nail salon. Harmony loved to make people laugh and was called the smiley one. Jadis was smart, loyal and fiercely protective of her siblings and one-year-old Jelia was described as a dream baby, never crying at anyone she met and just wanting to be picked up and held by everyone. The siblings were close and although they were also different, they shared the same love of being outdoors and creating imaginary adventures together. They all had a tradition of saying goodbye with a high two, high five and a fist bump. July couldn't do the high two yet, so she did a high one instead. The suspect in this shooting is now charged. Fox 23 was there as Jaron Pridgen was escorted into court for his first appearance this afternoon on six counts of first-degree murder in connection with the deaths of five children and his brother yesterday in Muskogee. A seventh victim, as you just heard, the children's mother remains in the hospital. Fox 23. Jaron was already in custody and, understandably, being held without bond. He was totally emotionless and uncooperative, providing no reason for his rampage. Jaron had a long rap sheet, including burglary, assault and battery with a dangerous weapon, obstructing and resisting an officer and possession of a controlled dangerous substance. In 2019, he was charged after he attacked a woman by throwing slabs of concrete at her. He pleaded guilty and was sentenced to 10 years, but this was deferred on account of a mental health evaluation, and instead, he was placed on probation for three years. It was a crime so cruel it was beyond comprehension, and everybody collectively felt so much anger and pain for the family. Authorities said it will go down as the most heinous crime in modern city history. I've been with this agency for 16 years and have not had anything to this magnitude during my time that I've been on, the police department spokesperson Lynn Hamlin said. Flowers and balloons started lining the front of the home and a lot of the children in the area took their toys over as well, laying them outside for their friends they had now lost. I feel bad for the mother that lost her children so I decided I would grab a couple of stuffed animals and bring them here, one young girl told the cameras. A day after the shooting, numerous people gathered in a park outside the Muskogee Civic Centre to sing and pray for the family. Like these, we need a God. Lord, it's a pain that none of us can acknowledge. The mayor said the shootings had already taken such a toll on the community, but they were rallying together in a way he had never seen. Restaurants were bringing people food for free, and agencies across Oklahoma were offering support teams and therapy dogs. Mayor Coleman said, I can't even describe how I'm feeling. For me, as the leader of this city, as well as the pastor of a church that Brittany and her sisters frequently attended when they were kids, grief would be an understatement. Many of us went to bed resting in anticipation of tomorrow's hopes, only to have awakened to know that five babies with unlimited potential are no longer with us, their lives taken prematurely, their families grappling with a new horror, and our community paralysed with grief. 
Miraculously, and against all the odds, Brittany was recovering. She was now awake, sitting up and talking. But the young mother then soon had to face the devastating reality that was now her life. Five of her children had been murdered. She told police that that night was all such a blur and everything had happened so fast. She said she had told Jaron he could visit the kids as he was on his way to Texas and he would be passing through. She said the last thing she remembered was Jaron saying he would never hurt her. Moments later, she said he snapped and fired the gun right at her face. I was in and out of consciousness, but I knew that I was attacked first, she said. I seen Jaron walking in from the kitchen saying, I shouldn't have done that, she added. Brittany recalled as the paramedics came in, she heard them saying deceased kids, and it just didn't register. Nothing about what had happened to her family registered for days. The community was still supporting them in every way they could, and a fund was set up to help cover the funeral costs. It raised a staggering $45,000. On February 13th, all five children were laid to rest, but residents knew it would bring little peace or closure. Today, we did get permission from the family to be outside of today's service, and we saw family walking out of the service, tearful and emotional. Muskogee police officers were also there today to show their support, and Mayor Marlon Coleman was one of the speakers at the service, and he says the children's mother, Brittany Anderson, was at the service today. It was traumatic for me to walk through the door and see five caskets. I think it was traumatic for everybody to walk through the door and see five caskets. For her to see that, I can only imagine. Um, it, it's, it's inexplainable. He said he planned to sign a proclamation in the next few days to make the month of March Community Care Month for first responders. Several first responders were getting counselling because of the shooting, and he wanted the community to support them as well during this time. Paramedics said they actually knew the house, with some of the team having a personal connection to the family. They said that that day will be something that will stick with them forever. And as much as you can prepare for traumatic calls, no one can be prepared for something like that. First at six, a judge rules there is enough evidence against a Muskogee man charged with murdering five children and his brother for that man to stand trial. News on six's Amelia McGavro has more from today's preliminary hearing for Jaron Prison. She also spoke exclusively to the children's mother, who is the only survivor of those shootings. Anderson says she testified about the night she and her five children were shot. She was the only survivor. It, it was kind of hard um, going over it and just thinking about it. But, I, like I said, I wanted to get justice for my babies, so I just gave them the answers that came to my recollection. The media, as well as Anderson's own family, had to wait outside the courtroom because the hearing was closed to the public. I'm not happy that we did not get to go in the courtroom with her. And that's what we're fighting for, for justice. And that's what we want. That's what she wants for her children, and that's what I want for my grandchildren. It's just this. I got God on my side, so everything's going to be okay. 25-year-old Jaron Pridgen soon appeared in court to answer for his heinous actions. He was charged with six counts of first-degree murder, one count of shooting with intent to kill, and one count of possession of firearms after conviction or during probation. 
The prosecution is seeking the death penalty, but the judge requested that he undergo psychiatric evaluation before anything else could go ahead. And with delays due to the pandemic, things were slow. In May 2023, it was announced that Jaron would be changing his plea from not guilty to not guilty by reason of insanity. The trial was then given a start date of October 2023, but due to yet more delays, it likely won't go ahead as planned. Even two years later, he still says nothing about what happened that morning and what drove him to do it. He's not a person, he is a monster. And on top of being a monster, he is a coward for doing what he did, Brittany's sister Raven said. The pain that Brittany must live with is unimaginable. She is surrounded by a strong and supportive family and the community and everybody around her is working to help her rebuild her life as best she can. She said she has an overwhelming feeling of survivor's guilt and believes that she should be gone too, but she has to stay strong for her three surviving children. Brittany says her house feels so empty now and any sense of normalcy is gone. The laughter, happiness and joy no longer exists. And she says without the pitter-patter of so many tiny feet, she lives in a very quiet and lonely place, physically and emotionally. Thank you all for tuning in. If you would like to support our channel and help us to continue to make our content, we have a Patreon with many perks including exclusive episodes, behind the scenes and ad-free early access.